0: Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to the Dictionary. I am Spencer, and I am graciously asking you to rate and review this show and share and subscribe and go follow this show on Twitter and Instagram at DictionaryPod. Also, my personal is at SpeedJampar. You can go to TikTok and see some videos. I haven't done one of those in a while. A uh, little video. I just sort of say the first word and the first definition with a filter on my face, and it looks very silly. And that is also at Speedjampar. YouTube is at Speedjampar. I have a whole bunch of random videos, and then also uh, these these podcast episodes are up there in chunks of ten. If you want to buy some merch, go to the T Public link in the show notes. If you want to join the Patreon, give me one dollar a month. That's all I ask of your love. You get episodes early. There's other tiers to get epi- uh, to get exclusives and stuff like that. I do have to do more of those things. We still only have one Patreon. One patron. That's how you say that. And, uh, yep. What else? Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I think those were just about all the important things. Yeah. Oh, and also shout-out to Jonah and Tom, who made the theme songs. Thank you to both of you. Email dictionarypod at gmail.com. Google Voice, 917-727-5757. Call it and leave a message, and then I'll listen to it. The first word in this episode is, I think it is pronounced, dul hija or dul... It's not hijja. I think it's... I think it's i... dul, dul Just double checking. Hit yep, Uh, dul hija or thul hija with a D sound or a th sound. Thul, maybe it's maybe it's more intense th. Yeah, it's like a thul 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 hija. Okay, this is spelled capital D H U apostrophe L hyphen capital H I J J A. Dhul-Hija. It is a noun from circa 1771. It is the 12th month of the Islamic year and it tells us to see the month table. So it's probably going to go through all the different months and all the different cultures and religions. There's the Gregorian calendar and the Islamic calendar and the uh, well, they used to call it the, the Chinese calendar, the Chinese New Year, the, the calendar, but I think it's now the lunar calendar, and there, did I mention the Hebrew one? I think I did, and I don't know how many other ones there are. There must be some other ones. So this is from the Arabic uh, Al hijjah so it's separated into three words instead of two. That literally means the one of the pilgrimage. So I guess during this 12th month of the Islamic year, that is the time to make the pilgrimage. The next word... Oh! that Yeah, that's, that's going to be the sound effect, I guess. Maybe it'll uh, evolve. The next word is similar. It is thulqada. So same first word. Second word is capital Q-A-D-A-H. Thulqada. Noun from also circa 1771, and this one is the 11th month of the Islamic year. Go see the month table. This is from the Arabic, Qada, So it's, uh, again, similar, spelled a little different. And this literally is the one of the sitting, the one of the sitting. So during this month, I guess you have to do some sitting how many months are in the Islamic calendar? Should we skip ahead and look at the month table? Is that something? Ooh, I actually found that shockingly easy. Um, let's see. Oh, so there's only three. I mean, we're going to talk about this in more detail many years from now. Uh, maybe there will be a whole new month calendar by the time that I get around to this. So there's Gregorian, Jewish, and Islamic and, uh, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. There are 12 months for Islamic. We know that there are 12 months for the Gregorian. Do I need to count again to make sure I'm correct? Yes, I'm correct. And then Jewish, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, also 12. I do want there to be a calendar that has 13, though. We've We've talked about this. There should be 13 months, each with four weeks exactly. And then there's uh, like one extra day, not including the leap day. All right. No more talk about months until uh, I guess we get to the individual entries for the months, the month names, and then we get to the month table officially. The next word, oh, dury, dury. D-H-U-R-R-I-E, noun from 1880. It is a thick, flat-woven cotton or wool cloth or rug made in India. And this is from the Hindu and Urdu word Dari, D-A-R-I. I I should mention that sometimes, um, sometimes over these vowels, there are either horizontal lines or things like that. Sometimes I mention them, sometimes I don't. Um, In this case, there is one it looks like over the eye, but I don't know how it changes the pronunciation, so I just kind of skip it. I hope that's okay. So it's a a thick, flat, cloth, or rug is a duri. The next word, ow. D-I, all caps, abbreviation for drill instructor, the one who is making you do the drills Telling you to run, telling you to do push ups, telling you to go over the obstacle course, telling you to do all the things. And they sound real mean, like they hate you, but they love you. The next word, ow, D I, this is a prefix, so you probably pronounce it mm, die, usually die, I think, yeah. It is uh, number one, it means. There's, there's multiple things. Twice, or twofold, or double. So things that have to do with two. As in the example dichromatic. Dichromatic. I think that's going to be like two colors, like maybe your eyes can be dichromatic. Number two, containing two atoms, radicals, or groups. As in, dioxide. So there would be two two oxide molecules or groups of things that are related to oxygen. The next word ow! Dia, D-I-A abbreviation for diameter that's it, just the diameter. Do you know what half of a diameter is? It's the radius, in case you didn't know that I know sometimes people, it sounds simple to some of us but for some people, it's a little bit uh, too much. Too much for their brain to handle. The next word. Ow! D-I-A again. All caps. Abbreviation for Defense Intelligence Agency. The next word. There's a pattern here. Ow! It is another prefix. Dia. D-I-A. Or it can be shortened to just D-I. I guess. I guess. And it means a couple of things, and each of them have their own example. So it means through, as in diapositive, or it also means across, as in the example diadromous. And, uh, you know, those, those examples will be coming up relatively soon. And um, so through or across, you know, those are kind of similar, if you walk through a building, you're kind of walking across a building from one end to the other end. Um, but, you know, depending on the context, maybe one makes more sense over the other one. Um, it is a Greek word. Well, it says it's Latin from Greek, which I think is still dia, D-I-A. And uh, it just means through or apart. And, uh, and that, uh, yep, that's what it is dia prefix is through the next word so you know we're going to have a lot of dia words here how, how long does the dia section go um let's see the last of the dia words will be airing on december 12th and this is airing on december 2nd so what is that 10 days yeah it's about 10 days week and a half um, so the next, so, so so what I'm trying to say is some of these words might be using this prefix through and across, and hopefully we can figure those out as we go. Very important. The next word, ah, oh, diabase, diabase, noun from circa 1816, number one is archaic and the synonym is diorite. D-I-O-R-I-T-E. I don't know what that is, but it is archaic, so I don't care. Number two is chiefly British. It is an altered basalt. is a diabase. Not helpful to me whatsoever. But this one seems maybe related. Number three, a fine-grained rock of the composition of gabbro but with an ophitic texture. I, I feel like you need to say that maybe even with a British accent or something. Oh, it is it is a fine grained rock of the composition of gabbro, but but this one oh it, it has a it has a bit of an ophitic texture, don't you think? It's like we're talking about wine. Diabasic Diabasic is an adjective. This is French, probably from the Greek diabasis or diabasis, and that means act of crossing over, which is from diabining, diabining, which means to cross over, from dia plus binin, which means to go, and there's more at the word come, like come over here. So it went from to go and then to cross over and then. Act of crossing over. But I still don't understand how any of these things are related to what we read here, which seems all rock-related. Those types of things. Hmm. A diabase. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes so you can learn more about the diabase thingies. Rocks, basalts, gabbros, diorites. The next word... Oh, diabetes. Some uh, or just diabetes, and that's how some people say that you got. Or some people just shorten it to what to the to beatus the beats, the D's the diabetes, diabetes. I you say it whatever you, way you want. Of course, who who was that guy who was on all those commercials? about diabetes and he would say diabetes. I wonder why they let him say that for so long. Um, I wonder if it's because of him that it is an appropriate uh, pronunciation. Oh no, he but he would say dia. Did he say diabetes? Diabetes, I think so. Anyway, let's move on to the actual definition. This is a noun from the 15th century. Any of various abnormal conditions characterized by the secretion and excretion of excessive amounts of urine, especially the synonym diabetes mellitus. And that's going to come up pretty soon. So, uh, there's a lot going on, but basically, I guess in general for diabetes, um, there's there's too much you're 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 excreting too much urine. I never I don't think I ever really knew I knew is something about sugars and things, but I never really thought about the urine side of things. I just didn't know that that was a part of it. So do do all people who have diabetes do they all pee too much? Is that does that happen? I don't know, let's find out. We have a couple specific examples. The next one, ow Diabetes insipidus, two words, noun from circa 1846, a disorder of the pituitary gland characterized by intense thirst and by the excretion of large amounts of urine. So this is a New Latin phrase which literally means bland diabetes. So what what does that mean? Bland is it? Um, maybe everything tastes bland. Maybe you drink a lot of water, and so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but it's bland. Now, I I was hoping maybe they would specify this. Oh, actually, we're gonna we're gonna see that soon. Okay. So I have not heard of diabetes insipidus, but I think I have heard of the next one, just not with this phrase. Ow, by the way. That sound effect is somebody either getting their insulin checked for diabetes or also getting a shot of insulin because they're needles and and it hurts. And so they say, ow. Diabetes mellitus. That's the next one. Two words, noun from 1830. I don't know if you can hear, but my voice is getting raw. So good thing we're almost done. We just have a handful more to go. This one, diabetes mellitus, is a variable disorder of carbohydrate metabolism caused by a combination of hereditary and environmental factors and usually characterized by inadequate secretion or utilization of insulin, by excessive urine production, by excessive amounts of sugar in the blood and urine, and by thirst, hunger, and loss of weight. And it says compare to, hmm, okay, this is interesting, compare to type 1 diabetes and type 2 diabetes. So is this different than either of those? Is this another kind of diabetes? I've only heard of type 1 and type 2. I don't know diabetes mellitus or diabetes insipidus. But yeah, basically, I think I've heard that Uh, It's one of the types is more hereditary. You get it from your genes. You can get it when you're a kid and you just have it through your life. The other type, and I always mix up both of them, but the other type is more about your environmental factors, which is what it said here in the definition, which is typically about your diet. Um, If you're going to be eating a lot of food, that's, oh, I don't know, probably high in sugar and maybe carbs or something. Uh, If you eat a lot of that stuff, then eventually in your life you might be diagnosed with diabetes and if you don't change your diet or you're not good about taking your medication uh, then you may have some problems like they may have to remove a foot or two or a leg. Um, I don't know how often doctors say this. I would hope that they say this every damn time but maybe not necessarily. The very first thing that somebody should do if they are diagnosed with the environmental type of diabetes is to change their diet. And I think a lot of people just don't care. They're like, nope, I'm not going to. I like my diet. Maybe they're in denial. Maybe they don't think the diet will change it. But I'm pretty sure I've heard that when people change their diet and they lose the weight, then their diabetes goes in remission. It goes away. I, I feel like I have heard that. I don't know for sure. But, uh, but yeah, um, so please, 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 if you have been uh, diagnosed with this kind of diabetes, uh, please change your diet and maybe that will help you. But, you know, there's only so much you you can do. And so you may just have to take insulin for the rest of your life or something. This is also a new Latin phrase, which literally means honey, sweet diabetes, and if you are a regular listener, you know that I love the sweet. I have a sugar tooth, a sweet tooth. It's not called a sugar tooth. It should be. I wish my teeth were made out of sugar. I'd have sugar teeth. I could eat my teeth, but then I'd have no teeth. Anyway, um, it's called Honey Sweet Diabetes probably because it's related to the sugar and the stuff. And um, what was I trying to say? Oh, yeah, I have a sweet tooth, but... I'm, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be consciously better about not having so much. I mean, it's not like I eat it all the time. I really don't. It's just for dessert and maybe a snack in the middle of the day, if that. But you'd think, based on how much I talk about how much I love sweets, that I would have diabetes, but I don't. Thank God. I am not, ow, diabetic. That's the next word. First form adjective from 1799 1 of or relating to diabetes or diabetics and that would be the person which uh, actually is the next word so you, a person a diabetic can be diabetic because they have diabetes or they have the diabetes the di, the bed the diabetes the the beats 2 for diabetic adjective affected with diabetes Oh, oh, I'm just thinking, I think I skipped the etymology for diabetes. How could I have ever done that? I am so sorry. Let's talk about that real quick. It's from the Greek, diabetes, which means diabetes insipidus. Hmm, that's what it means. So does that mean the diabetes insipidus is, that's the main form? I don't know. But it is also from diabene, which means To walk with the legs apart, or crossover. To walk with the legs apart. Now, I need an expert to explain to me why, how that might be related to diabetes. I don't understand it. Maybe we'll put some information in the show notes for diabetes and walking with legs apart. I mean, maybe because they were peeing so much. They had to walk around with their legs apart cause oh, so all the pee wouldn't get on their legs. Is that possible? That could be, could that possibly be the naming of this thing, the etymology? I don't know. Okay, fast forward back to diabetic number three, occurring in or caused by diabetes, as in diabetic coma. If you don't get your diabetes in check, you may go into a diabetic coma. Coma. Hope not. Number four, suitable, suitable for diabetics, as in diabetic food. The next word, ow! Diabetic again, second form, noun from 1840. It is a person affected with diabetes, is a diabetic. The next word, ooh, we get into some fun words here. Ow. Diabetogenic or diabetogenic. Diabetogenic. Adjective from circa 1903. Producing diabetes. So what context would you use this one in? Is Would it be food-related, person-related, diabetogenic? I'm not entirely sure. Maybe it's more body-related, like the organs or something. The next word, the next word, ow. Diabetologist or diabetologist. Noun from 1970, a specialist in diabetes, is a diabetologist. The next word, ow. Diablerie, diablerie or diablerie. D-I-A-B-L-E. D I A B L E. R-I-E, noun from 1751, Diablerie. Number one is black magic, and the synonym is sorcery. 2A, I think I need to practice my diablerie. Number 2A, a representation in words or pictures of black magic or of dealings with the devil and uh yeah black magic and the devil what was what did we we literally had devil not that long ago um 2b demon lore that's what diablerie means for 2b just the lore of the demons the fantastical stories of the demons number 3 mischievous mischievous conduct or manner i guess you could also say mischievous but there's no I after the V. So it's got to be mischievous conduct or manner. Is they diablerie? Where does this word come from? It comes from Old French. Diable, uh, which means devil. Yeah, basically just comes from the word devil. That's it. That's all for that one. And before before I get to the last word... I I realized something. For the word diabetes in the etymology, it said cross over. That was one of the things that I guess diabining means. And if we look at the dia prefix, it means either through or across. And so, you know, across, crossing over, I think that there's something about that. There's a relationship. We're using the dia prefix but I don't understand how or why it's being used, at least in the old Greek word. Hmm. It's not the legs crossing over. I'm not sure. But there's something there. Something's crossing over. Anyway, one more word for this episode. Ow! Diabolical. Or just diabolic. D-I-A-B-O-L-I-C-A-L. Adjective from the 14th century of relating to or characteristic of the devil. Synonym is devilish, as in a diabolical plot. Diabolically is an adverb, and diabolicalness is a noun. Hoo-hoo, I like to be diabolical. I am not a diabolical person. I am a very nice person. Uh, the etymology just gives similar words in other languages, which basically we know come down to just the word devil. Okay, rereading the words time, we had thulhija, Thulkada, Duri, D-I, Di, Dia, D-I-A, Dia, Diabase, Diabetes, Diabetes insipidus, Diabetes mellitus, Diabetic, diabetic, diabetogenic, diabetologist, diablery, and diabolical. I mean, I think it only makes sense to pick diabetes as the word of the episode because it's a very huge thing and a lot of people have it and a lot of people uh, suffer from it and die from it. And um, I think that um, it's largely preventable. I'm not an expert, so apologies. I, I am not a diabetologist. I did not have one on this episode. But I do believe that the type that you get from the food that you eat and your your environmental factors, maybe your lack of exercise also, uh, that is largely preventable. And then once you get it, I think it is largely uh, able to to go away if you change those things. So diabetes I'm glad I don't have the diabetes if you have the diabetes change your diet so you don't have the diabetes anymore that was a pretty crappy song but you get the picture I said what I had to say and you had to hear it that is going to be the end of the episode that is going to be the end of page 343 and then we then we just go in order from there that's how this works uh let's see anything else I can I can say nah we've already gone too long this has been spencer dispensing information goodbye